Welcome back, everybody. This is the weekly DLC. Mm-hmm. It's almost Halloween time. Mm. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh Jazavi, joined by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I have nothing. I couldn't figure out a, uh, a voice to do. Damn and it. our other host, Daniel Dre. It was a mash. It was a monster mash. Because <laughs> I, 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 I felt like you're doing Dracula, and I didn't. I, I was going to do the same thing. I was going to do like Count, um, Count Dracula. One, Kurosh. Ah, 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 ah. Two, Daniels. Ah, 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 ah. One podcast. <laughs> One DLC. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. This is another episode of the weekly DLC. Uh, we just did the rigmarole. If you it's didn't know, I'm Karosh. It's got, October. It's October. We're doing Halloween-y stuff. I'm it's Daniel. Fun. Got Daniel and... You oh, got Daniel over here? There's Marcus. Monster Mesh. And we got Monster Mesh over here. we got Mr. Jang over there. If you didn't know, we come every week on Monday to your local podcasting service of choice. We sit around a table. We talk nerdy stuff. We hope you enjoy. We do it for fun. We hope you enjoy it as a fun thing. And sometimes scary and spooky things, especially in the month of October. <laughs> Our first episode in October. Um, it is. Guys, how have you been? Good, good. Still on that destiny. Mm. Got a platinum. Woo! Platinum destiny. Still can't get 305, though. <laughs> that's, that's the current light cap, right? That's the, most, that's the current light cap, at least that I know of. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Excited? I, uh, enjoying it? Still enjoying it? Or is it drying out? Or um, Yeah, it's kind of drying out for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good news for you. <laughs> Iron Banner's coming around. Yeah. And that gear looks legit. It does, but I'm not, I don't know. I haven't been a fan of uh, the PvP side of things. Yeah, this 4v4 thing, I'm, yeah. I'm not to my liking. And Control is not... As we said earlier, not some of our favorite modes. Yeah. Guardian, they take it over. I, that's my favorite part of it, though. Is Shaq's being like, "You've lost control point B." Guardian, <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> there is um, lost so point B. I was playing yesterday with some some guild members, and um, I was doing very very well. Oh, and I've never. I don't think I've ever done this well. Where Shaq, he just shells out. Guardian, you are monster. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Nintendo. I just, I, it like, it really boosted my morale. I was yeah. like, I'm doing really well. Fucking Shaq has yeah. my back, bro. <laughs> That's the best. Like, I remember Halo had that feeling oh, of yeah. like multi kill, yes. yeah. double kill, multi, triple, triple kill. kill, overkill. Yeah. Ben I feel like they captured that. I feel like they captured that again with this. And yeah. the voice of Shaq's is uh, Morgan from. Uh, yeah. From uh, Walking Dead. So I was like, man, he fucking knocked it out of the park with these lines. (laughs) He's just like, fucking give it everything. Um, I haven't played in a week. I'm excited to jump back in, though. Like, I turned it on and I saw, like, the clan rewards came on and stuff. You're Uh, in for the long haul. I'm in for the do everything right now. (laughs) (laughs) That was the same thing with Monster and Generations. Everyone was grinding through it. And I was, like, so busy getting everyone at the meetup. It was the most we had at the meetup for the longest time. That I didn't play for the longest. I was like, you guys play. You guys play. You guys got full groups. I don't want to mess with it. And then everyone stopped playing. And I'm like, oh, shit. I, I'm still <laughs> HR like five. <laughs> you guys broke cap and everything. So it's funny. But yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I do expect DLC to come later this year. So that'll be fun. Trials, I still haven't tried. Um, Nightfalls are always... Like, the... I originally was a little bit turned off by the way they approached the what they have at the Nightfall, which was like this weekly challenging activity that wasn't as long of a commitment as a, a raid, but still fun, With where they added the timers. 
But now it's become fun where if I don't get it at the start of the week, I'm thinking about it the rest of the week. I'm right. like, what can I tweak? Like, I'm sure it's possible. It's just my strategy isn't right. So I'm enjoying that. And yeah, there's still, we, we still got to do the group raid. So it'll be fun. Anything else? Uh, no, I'd uh, been perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, so we have a. You went Everyone, somewhere. Everyone's pointing at these things here. But uh, yeah, somewhere. I went. <laughs> I, um, Captain Obvious. I, <laughs> so I, I do things that I, uh, to me, are just like everyday I, things. I saw Leonardo DiCaprio I'd, Thursday you know, for brunch. Video game release party, out. whatever. <laughs> so yeah, I, we went to, um, me and Jang went to a um, video game for Cuphead, video game release party. Oh, fun. Where? For Cuphead. Um, in LA. It okay. was um, at a uh, very, very small niche comic book shop called meltdown comics i love that place just to give you some like <laughs> insight robin williams has done stand-up there louis ck aziz and sorry like heavy hitters have done so this is a comedy spot too? well so it's a comic shop for comics they do comedy shows too i remember when we went and saw grant morrison there um there was another they were show? saying they were gonna do like a after the signing there was a late night activity where mm-hmm. like the guy from silicon valley he's Ko- like, kamali yeah yeah him he was going to do some sort of improv or show or shtick or something. Well, Funny it is the uh, Nerdist, Nerdist headquarters. headquarters. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay, that explains more. It's more of like they have it's like a their pro- comic book shop. Okay, they own cool, it. cool. Yeah. Nice. So it was fun? Yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, if Free you want to check it out, Mr. Jang on his uh, streaming. <laughs> At the last bosses. <laughs> he, uh, he did a live stream on it. So. Yeah. Cool. You can what did you think of the game? Uh, very difficult. Yeah. That's what controller break. <laughs> Did you do single or co-op? It was co-op. It's set up like I think everything was set up as co-op already. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, so someone they were playing a boss and they couldn't beat it and they stopped and me and Jeng popped in. And it I took died us it took us two times, <laughs> two tries to beat it. And then it went into like a platform stage and I didn't know how to play. Like uh-huh. it, it has a small jump, but there's a dash. I didn't know there was a dash. So I would jump and not make these jumps. I was like there has to be something. I was like, oh, there's a dash. <laughs> yeah, and then it got easier. After cool, that, but cool. still pretty hard. You you play any more of it? Did you get it? Did you get it? I'm going to pick it up soon, but yeah? uh, I, I don't have time right now to play it. So mm. I don't, I, I just rather not pick it up until I can play it. Okay. Are you playing anything else in the meantime? Uh, yeah, Destiny 2. Okay. <laughs> I thought you, you, you were. Uh, it's like, dude, I can dedicate to one. Like, I like, when I play, I play one game an insane amount. Yeah. And then I stop. Like just move on to that. Yeah, cold turkey, and then cool. move on to the next one. Nice. What about you, Jane? Beat Life is Strange. What did you think? <laughs> the ending was substandard, but the game is. You should have saw my stream. I was like, best time traveling game ever. Sorry, Chrono Trigger. I was like shouting. Oh shit! Best time traveling. It's the best time traveling Dang. game ever. Okay. Sorry, sorry Chrono. And Trigger. that happened in the last uh, season, like I guess season of the, the game, last episode, episode of the game. Yep. Awesome. I, I definitely want to set like a weekend or, or something to it. Is it a It'll weekend? It'll take you, there's five ep- episodes, three hours each. It'll take you 15 hours. Mm. Maybe two weekends then. <laughs> cool. Uncharted 3. You started that one? Almost done with it. Welcome back to Uncharted. <laughs> what I'm, I'm, it's okay. It's okay right now because it's on crushing, but. Oh, it's just on crushing. Yeah, Brutal is the one I'm fucking worried about. It doesn't right it now. unlock like uh, gun modes and stuff? Like past ones, Mm-mm. I, I think it, only when you beat it in brutal. Yeah. Oh, no, really? It's not <laughs> yeah. You got to beat it legit. There's there's tweaks. I, I'll let you know right now. Four is going to be a cakewalk for you because 
after you beat the hard mode, or uh-huh. no, after you beat the normal mode, you can unlock weapon select okay. and auto aim. Oh shit! So like you take the hard, the best gun and you just like stick out and you just it auto targets everyone. Benkata. It's still hard because they hurt when you get hit. Uh-huh. It's like two hits or one hit, yeah. but. Your damage is much easier when you have a big group. But I think even for, for four, the hardest difficulty that it has right it's now crushing. is crushing. That's well, true. Yep. Yeah. So, Dude, Brutal's... <laughs> There's <we> two parts <laughs> and three I know that's going to give me trouble. It's the part where you're hanging and people are shooting down at you <laughs> in the shipyard. Yeah. <laughs> I, those two parts I can tell. Oh, and the desert. Right. There's a desert part that's really fucking annoying. Story-wise, how are you taking it in? It's cool. The story it's of Nathan nothing Drake. like it's nothing deep. The the bad chick looks like Helen Marin. Yeah, I get that vibe too. <laughs> and uh yeah, I mean it's whatever. Okay. Nothing deep. <laughs> Did you prefer the other one's story over this one so far? Mm, yeah. 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 I'm curious what you think of four. That was probably my favorite. I want to do. We could maybe do a topic later where it's like once you've beaten all of them, we mm. could all sit and talk about like. Hey, you have to add a, a, a fifth game to this. Oh, the Lost Legacy. Yeah. yeah. Have you played it yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. Maybe we, we'll, we'll all do that yeah. and then play it. And then do the Vita one, too. <laughs> Golden Abyss. I Shout got out. that. I think that's like the first game I got with, with my Vita. Are you going to stream that? There's no way. It's <laughs> <What, laughs> impossible. What do you mean? Just get the Honestly. wire. They get a, the right wire to oh, plug it into make the Vita. board. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Perfect. The Monster Hunter board. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Anything else? Almost done with it. Yeah? <sighs> Exciting like stuff, huh? I felt like I read five books. <laughs> well, yeah, I've had it. Looks like, like a, it's five books. It's like eleven hundred pages. It Woo! looked like it ate five books. Jesus, and I get to read Is that his longest book? Stephen May- King? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I know some of his other books are pretty thick, but that one seems like the, the biggest. I seen the back of it. It tells you how long it took him to write. He usually writes yeah. like a book a year. Okay. It took him five years to write this book. Wow. Yeah. Wait, a book a year? Yeah. Seems like it's faster. Yeah. <laughs> Just the sheer quantity of books. I mean, like- his latest book with his son is seven hundred pages. Damn. Sleeping Beauties. Already got picked up for a TV show. Ooh. Of course. He's like on a hot streak right now with all these properties. They're Seriously. like, cash it on King. Good or bad. <laughs> um, for me, I haven't... I mean, I, t- I took a week pretty much off of Destiny. I've been getting much better sleep, I'll tell you that much. Like, <laughs> I've been really focused on reading. I'm trying to finish Dune. I put this off for fucking too long, and I'm like, I'm finishing Dune. And I'm really into it. I'm like... oh. Almost 60% in. I think <laughs> another week and I'll have it done. Okay. Like, I'm following... So, there's this YouTube channel I, I watch, Comic Book Girl 19. She does a bunch of reviews and, and in-depth stuff. But she just started one for Dune and that's why I got into it was Dune Club. was her thing. She's like, oh, it's going to be a reading club. We're gonna I'm going to divide it up into sections. I was like, I'm on board. I'm going to do this. And I fell behind. And she's hmm. done now. She's starting a new one for oh, Watchmen. Shit. And I'm oh, all nice. on board because I have not read Watchmen the longest time. Like, I think I was in high school. So, I'm like... It'd be nice to dive back into Watchmen. And, and Watchmen is only a comic. Graphic comic. novel, yes. Yeah, she's doing novel. an issue a week? I don't know how she's going to break it down. <laughs> it should but, be an issue a week. But it probably will be, yeah. Because she does. <laughs> she did like 12 sessions of... She broke down Dune into 12 sessions. And it's like, mm-hmm. I've been going by that. I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch her recap video of the section I just read. And I usually catch something that I did I missed. I'm like, I didn't even... Like, the details here, I didn't fully understand. And she's like, this is Arrakis. This is the Atreides. This is the Harkonnens. 
this is their history and the lore behind that. This is what a Ben Bene Gesserit is. And I'm like, when I'm reading it, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck are these terms? I'm supposed to know this? Was there like a table of contents and stuff? Like she, you go to the end of the book and it tells you like everything. That was what was daunting about it at the beginning, which was I was like, I don't understand it. Every other – every three words, I did, there was something I didn't understand. Like yeah. what the fuck is a Muad'Dib? I'm like – now I'm like, oh, fuck Muad'Dib, my, my man. Like, <laughs> But there's a quote that I love and I've, I've heard it and I now understand where it comes from from Frank Herbert's book is fear is the mind killer. And there's a longer um, um, quote quote for it. I think – yeah, I have it. I have it written down. It's really good. And like I, I've sat and thought with it a little bit. Um, and pl- this is something a character says? This is something like that is taught to them. Okay. Like, for, so the main character, Paul, um, he's taught in, in both political ways and in the ways of like their version of the Jedi, I would say. And uh, the Jedi, quote unquote, type people have like are training his mind to be like, don't give in to your like brash emotions and this and that. And like something that is reiterated many times in the book is... Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. When it is gone past me, I will turn to see fear's path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. And I was like, the key, every time I read it in the book, like it comes up, I feel like the context it's being brought up in adds another layer of perspective to like the meaning of it and like how I apply it. Yeah. And I... I'm now seeing it more and more. I'm like, if I approach something and I'm a little bit like, daun- it's a little bit daunting or like how it applies outside of the book. So I'm you're like, going to watch it pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the other thing that I'm loving is like, it. The, I know the worms are a big part of this book. Like you always see it on these covers and the movies and stuff. And the sense of the scale of them is so cool to me. Like the book kind of was like, and we saw the fucking worm and it ate <laughs> a f- entire factory in one got like it just opened its mouth and the factory went in and the factories are like the factories are fucking huge yeah so it's like a star destroyer's and i'm like how big is this fucking thing and i'm like look, looking at all these artistic interpretations they're fucking gnarly like really cool stuff and people have scaled them to other worms there's like the worm from beetlejuice <laughs> there's the the graboids and then there's like one other thing and i'm like this thing is the fucking death star of <laughs> all of it it's pretty cool i'm assuming they put the worm from um uh shoot what is that movie um worms a holes uh, is it called holes no holes is the shallow yeah, buff one yeah but it's i think i think we're thinking the same one though <laughs> Which one? um shoot i don't remember the name of the movie it's they're in the desert obviously and uh, what is it called dune no because <laughs> the, the the title tremors Oh. oh, that's that's Graboids. what the that, yeah they they referred to as Trevor. Well, the movie is Trevor's, but those things they're like, what do we call them? Graboids. Call them the Graboids because they <laughs> grab you. Doesn't make any sense. Well, what do you mean? They have the, their mouth tentacles they that grab, grab you. So then grabbers. I mean, this is a hillbilly guy <laughs> that lives in a convenience store. He's I like, call them the Graboids. I've seen the movie like tons of times. Didn't I? Never even pay attention to what they call them. To be honest, with you. that's funny. <laughs> it's actually going to be a part of the topics this week. Ooh. So you guys want to get into it? Let's do it. Okay. Do you want to get to that topic then? Yeah. I, it was, my, I believe, my topic, I think. Yeah. Um, in the spirit of Halloween, kind of wanted to go over with you guys. Just have a fun discussion of like, do you watch Halloween 
type of things and if you do or don't what would you or what do you watch that is like halloween themed like movies shows whatever so i took it as um movies i watch in october okay to put me in the halloween that, that's perfect that's what i put it as you said it better than myself it's like <laughs> your, it was your topic and um i have a few i don't know if you want me to shoot them yeah, out let's or, just go around around yeah. the room okay so i'm gonna start with um one that's not crazy halloween but sure. i still watch it Ghostbusters. Oh, mm. classic, the, of course. The 1984, yeah. What was your first uh, impression? Like, where, where, how were you introduced to Ghostbusters? Oh, man, I don't... I saw it as a t- kid on TV. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I think it was just TV. Like I saw, I was like, "What is this?" And like, it's funny because when as a kid you didn't get the jokes, the adult jokes, and then yeah. as an adult when you watch it, you're like, "Oh, <laughs> that's what he meant. Yeah. I think my first experience was the cartoon. They were like doing the Men in Black cartoon, the Godzilla yeah. cartoon. That's right. And then there was a the, Ghostbusters the cartoon. Yeah. The walk. Yeah. The parade. <laughs> and like later, I ended up seeing like it was all the it was on TNT or something yeah. like Halloween time, and I caught a glimpse of it. I was like, "Oh shit, this is a movie, live action. <laughs> Cartoons get live action, sweet." And then I watched the whole thing. I'm like, "Oh, this can't." And I appreciate it later. Yeah. I think I did a in a park viewing in Seattle. Nice. Around Halloween time, it was really cool. Yeah. So that's that's definitely easy. Classic. Peter Vinkman's such a sleaze one. <laughs> he's so funny. I love the guy that's in Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, Rick Moranis. Yeah, he's like, oh, are you the gatekeeper of the key man? <laughs> <laughs> so many like iconic people in that. Yeah. Like, Say yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you guys think of the second one? Uh, I still liked it. It's fun. But I was, you know, back. I was naive back then. And- <laughs> And now it's kind of like just have it has split place in my heart. So okay. I'm going to say the talk. reboot is better than the second one. Really? Yeah. The reboot. I still haven't seen it. The, the all female cast reboot. Mm-hmm. Just making sure. Dude. Uh, fuck. What's his name? Thor. The Chris Hemsworth. He fucking. He steals the movie. He he has a part in it where I'm like choking okay. to death, dude, because of laughter. Oh, uh, I thought he, he was fucking, choking you. Forcefully. Dude, he fucking steals the show. In okay. I liked him. Uh, what interested me about that movie was him and Kate uh, McConan. Okay. I think is her last name. Yeah. yeah. She's I like have, the quirky yeah, one. I have to see She's that. I haven't gone. seen it, by the way. I haven't so. either. Yeah. Okay. But I've just seen like bits and trailers yeah. and I'm like, those are what caught my eye. of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll check this out sometime. So, but yeah, good, good pick. I like that one. It's actually the scariest one. The reboot. There's a scene that fucking creeped me the fuck out. I don't it know. Is- the first one freaked me out. When you first, like, as a Slimer. kid, it, yeah, when I first met Slimer as a kid, because I grew up with the cartoon, I was like, hey, he's a goofy little alien. Oh. He's not, like, on their side. Oh, shit. <laughs> you got you to gotta watch the reboot. There's a okay. part that fucking, like, it was, like, horror film creepy. Okay. Like, door opens, and the girl obviously goes in. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Jump scare, dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll be prepared. What, what's yours? What's one of them? I like to um, trick or treat. Oh, that is trick a good one. Our trick, our treat. I that's very underrated. Not a lot oh, of people yeah. know about oh, it. Yeah. Shit. It Ryan was in production Singer. hell, from what I understand. Like it, it took forever to finally get released, and it was like straight to DVD sort of thing. So yeah. people, it went so, even yeah. further under the radar. That what? sucks, dude. Because it would have been a good movie. Usually, oh, yeah. like stories where it's like interwoven like that suck. This is done, yeah, fucking well, beautifully. Yeah. Highly recommend it. It's not even super scary. It's like I was uh, like immediately intimidated by it. I was like, oh, is this going to like freak me out? I was like, it's eerie. It feels like an adult version of like some of the Ghostbusters stories mm. where and then, like you said, very well, like these like interwoven thing. Oh. And I still remember when I first watched it, I saw it knowing it was going to be not knowing, thinking it was going to be a regular movie mm. with obviously some type of creature that's that's killing, which mm-hmm. is the 
the the mascot of the movie that came oh the, the on the poster yeah the poster and and it goes into like a supernatural like there are multiple things that are happening in this movie and and then there's even one that threw me off where it it when it follows the kids it shows the um you know them going and, and being afraid yeah and it all leads into one person yeah. in that group leading them to to <laughs> something and it's like oh shit like you never yeah. saw that it's just crazy so I heard uh, that the last story that old man mm-hmm. they made him look like John Carpenter oh. it's a homage to oh, John shit. Carpenter that's cool for Halloween didn't know that that's like I like that one. I I mean I've said before a lot of horror I kind of go towards the like the the humorous side like just to kind of I like the the fun I like to keep it a fun spirit and stuff. So some of the ones I pick here are either going to be campy, not super scary, or very funny. And one of them that is my all time one of my all time favorites is a Mel Brooks film. There's uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. <laughs> oh shit! With, is uh, that really Mel Brooks? Yeah. Holy shit! He's he's uh, Van Helsing in it. I've never seen. I've only seen the. You thing haven't seen it. I've only seen the ding, <laughs> ding, <laughs> ding. <laughs> Rest in peace, Leslie Nielsen. Dude. Leslie Nielsen is the. Fu- he's the. He's the Dracula. If you're not familiar with this film, he's fucking hilarious. Have you seen it? I have not. Seen oh my it. god. Okay, you guys both do yourself a favor. I saw one recently. Not re- well recent. Like in, in the in this year. Yeah. Um. It's a documentary about modern vampires, and it has a scene like that. Where he gets up out of the coffin, he hits himself, wow. and he's like, "We need to retake the shot because it's like a documentary." Yeah. So then he does it again, and he like turns around there like a goofy smile. He's like, "Was that scary? Did it get you? Did it get you?" <laughs> that movie is so funny. Like, you, have you guys seen Young Frankenstein? Yes. It's like they ramp that one is a little bit more uh, selective with how often it does a joke, mm-hmm. and then it gets back into a plot. This one is like joke, 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 joke. Damn. Everything is a fucking like, like the guy he gets his Igor. <laughs> is this well-mannered British guy, but then, like, as the movie goes on, he's just, like, this conniving stooge. Yeah. He's just, like, an idiot. And a guy from Ghostbusters 2 is in it. Which one? Yeah, Janos? Yeah. He's, Janos? <laughs> he's, he's Igor. He's hilarious as Igor. So he's the, the well-mannered British guy. Yeah, that turns yeah he into comes him. in, he's like, oh, I heard of this man named Dracula. I've come to meet him. <laughs> and, like, it's the very beginning of the movie, and, like, it cuts into him just getting, like, you will be my like it. It rips off of uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula a little uh, bit and some of the other ones. Um, yeah, I oh my god, I I kind of want to like watch. What's it. What's crazy is it is Mel Brooks, and I have the Mel Brooks collection. That movie's not in it. What? <laughs> it's not. Are in you it. kidding me? Really? Yeah, yeah it's not in it. Messed Hardcore. up. I'm gonna find my copy. I'm gonna <laughs> let it to you guys. You guys need to watch this movie. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Ding, <laughs> ding, <laughs> ding. <laughs> That's a good one, though. I need to watch that one. Oh, my God. It reminds me, because when you say um, uh, Leslie Nielsen, that's the same guy that does Naked Gun, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So I I love his shit. Yeah, you'll love this. He's hilarious. (laughs) Mel Brooks is in it, too, as Van Helsing, and they have some good banter between each other. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking hilarious. Love that one. Fushta. So I, I got okay. the I got very I got comedy movies too. Yeah. Um I'm gonna keep I mean, the, the main ones comedy. for I am gonna yeah. I'm gonna keep the main ones for I, I kinda wanna go with the um more not they're not like crazy niche, but you might guys not have it on your list. Uh the witches. The witches. Mm. The witches. I've not heard of that one. So it's um what came out nineteen ninety, I think. Okay. Um it, the story follows a kid who his his uh grandmother and grandfather or it's just, I think it's just his grandmother. They go to like a 
uh, a hotel for um it's like an event. I'm not sure why she's at the hotel. Okay. But there's a huge event going on with a, a bunch of ladies, mm-hmm. and they turn out to be witches. So this kid is trying to. He's in. He's in the room for some reason. Um, he starts hiding, and this women. The women like it's about to be like a certain time for them to like remove their their human identities. Okay. And they they turn into these ugly hags. Oh yeah. Like their hair. Wait, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, and the kid turned. They're they're turning into rats. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Oh my god, that movie freaks me out. It's I love it. <laughs> I love it. One of the ladies is very famous. Um, Bette Midler. Or am I thinking of? I think you're thinking of different one. But I, I, it's yeah. either the main lady or the the one who helps. Black her. hair. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. I've heard. Um, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, but I love that movie. I just. <laughs> oh my gosh! Fantastic movie. Oh man, the witches. Uh, witches. Okay. The witches. Jang, what about you? I used to watch this religiously every Halloween, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't know when it's on anymore. Halloween? It's before. No, it's before the- Halloween. Um, <laughs> the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Oh yeah. Oh, those They're are good. annual. Have they? Do they still do that? I think. I don't know. I haven't watched. The last one I, I used saw to was watch like it religiously. A yeah. few years ago, that was, those were good. I love those. It was like, like a Twilight ago. Zone mixed. I don't know. They made fun of like they parodied a Everyone. lot of. Yeah, they yeah. were good episodes. I really liked my favorite one was the one where mm-hmm. like Mr. Burns wanted his brain to go into Homer's, and he like kicks the robot, stupid <laughs> robot, and then the robot like crushes him except up to his neck, and then. They wake up the next day. Homer has Mr. <laughs> yeah. S- Mr. Burns on his <laughs> shoulder. That was, that was my favorite. Part. That was a good one. That was a good one. I was I had to search for the title of this next one. Bruce Willis was in it. Halloween? No. Bruce Willis, Meryl no, no, Streep, and movie. Goldie Hawn. Oh, de- uh, 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 d- the dead one. Oh, Death becomes Death her. Death becomes her. So it's like I've not seen that one. You owe it to yourself to see this movie. <laughs> I only recently, like last five years, saw this. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. So, like, it becomes this competition between Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn of, like, who can woo. I, I might be getting this comp- sort of wrong, but they were, like, competing beauty-wise. And so uh, something happens where Bruce Willis is, like, caught in between them. Like, they're both trying to get his affection. And they take this, like, serum or something that makes them stay whatever their beauty is. But, like, they start, like, they're sort of dead or undead. I might be butchering the premise of this, but what ends up happening is there's a lot of like, they like drop and like lose a limb, but they're still alive. Like, fuck, they get their limb back Uh, on, but now they're like broken and they're like, God damn it. Trying to like normal still. Yeah. And they're like in this house is very, yeah. (laughs) I'm not doing it justice with my description at all. It's watch the trailer. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) Bruce Willis has one moment that I've never heard him scream like a girl so loudly. (laughs) It is, is, does he see like a body part before? No. It, uh, was it like, like a uh, was it like a Chris Tucker type of scream? Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> it was the best. It was the best. <laughs> but yeah. And then uh, another one I have is um, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, good. That's yeah. a classic. Yeah. So that that's that's one that I'll, I'll put on like in the background and just I'll do my own thing yeah. while it's on. Just puts the spirit. Yeah, it's like some yeah. people put music of the Halloween mm-hmm. or Christmas. You just put the movie in the background. Heck yeah. So that's that's when I get okay. Um, the title, Halloween. Dun, 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 the music Michael alone. Myers, Michael Myers, Jamie John Lee, Carpenter, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, classic. You can't kill him. <laughs> He's evil. I for the longest time didn't understand why he got his name from Michael Myers, the comedian 
or the actor. I was like, why did they name this villain after this actor? And I realized there was nothing to do with it. And I'm like, what the fuck? I think for the longest time I had the same thought. Like, why is it a comedian name? And do you know what the mask is? Hmm. It's a William Shatner mask. What? It, no, really? I swear to God, it's a William Shatner mask, but they kind of like Does altered he get it. royalties? <laughs> He's like, I'm rich, bitch. They altered it enough not to get royalties. Oh, I see, I see. Not to give him royalties. To stay in the vein of John Carpenter. One of my favorites is The Thing. Yeah. Oh. That movie is so good. It's not one, though, that I would watch for Halloween. Like, it doesn't remind me. It doesn't give me okay. that Halloween. It's story. not, yeah, it's not like as much in the other ones mm-hmm. of their classics, but it is one I enjoy because it's like a monster movie. Yeah. Um, and then the what the monster, like, because he, the monster can take the form of any other mm-hmm. creature and replace them. And so it's like this paranoia amongst yeah. everyone that I enjoy. And then another one. That I have here is another uh, one. This is a very famous one. I'm sure you all know. Beetlejuice. 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 One more time. Beetlejuice. Me said that. Me said that. Me said that. I love that movie. That, that movie's is, fantastic. Yeah. Michael Keaton Alec, at his best. Yeah. Alec Baldwin, super young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> super and young. so is Winona Ryder. Yeah. And speaking of worms, it's got the worms in it. Yeah. yeah. I grew up with Beetlejuice. The sh- the car- this was oh, another the one, the cartoon. <laughs> Love the cartoon. Lydia, everyone, the the French uh, bone guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then whatever else the other people. That's funny. I do feel like I have I had an opposite. Like I I saw the movies and then before I would see the cartoons. And I obviously seeing the movies, I really enjoyed the cartoons. Yeah. And I did see the Ghostbusters one. Mm-hmm. Saw the Beetlejuice one. So that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the 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 dance number. Yeah, the, the scene that uh, timeless, the end, like the ending. <laughs> that one too, <laughs> where she's like down the, the stairs. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Spring, the voodoo doll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that one's the best <laughs> one. <laughs> what's the what's number? your number? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, classic. Man. They're doing a sequel or something. Tim Burton's going meet reuniting uh, with Michael Keaton. Oh, oh really? that's right. That's cool. No, I, I don't know. I'm not the, sure. The I'm thing hesitant. I remember I'm, is, I, I'm hopeful. So there's, but I'm an, there's an LA gallery called uh, uh, IM8 Bit, okay. and they did a uh, they did a um, uh, like sequels poster. Ah, so okay. they made posters of sequels. Beetlejuice two was one of those posters. So mm-hmm. I saw it and was hopeful, and then realized like this is like a you know just artist doing something fun. And so okay. from that, that's kind of how I left it at. Okay. So if was I heard it? any news about two, uh-huh. I kind of just went, it went over the my poster head. about Hawaiian things or island. No, okay. There's there was rumors that Beetlejuice was going Hawaiian. Kevin Smith saw wrote of I don't know he saw script, the Rock Johnson is. This is a long time ago, but when Kevin Smith was writing for Superman, he saw the Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian script oh. that was floating around. Huh? Okay, I don't, yeah, might have been an idea. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, if there is news, I just kind of ignore. Here's it. my pitch for the title: they they just leave it as Beetlejuice. They just make it bolder, and then do a third one, name it Beetlejuice. And this one's just like complete opposite direction, just completely bleak, terrifying horror movie. <laughs> it's like he's here. Shit. Make it surreal. Don't say his name three times. Yeah, it'd be like it's like Bloody Mary, like in the mirror, like don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like sort of like the vibe that it had, <laughs> and just he appears like. Here. <laughs> and it's sort of like The Shining or something. It's like here's Johnny. Yeah, he does like the carnival. It's like yeah. all dead bodies making oh the God. making the carnival rides. I could definitely see like a very dark interpretation of Beetlejuice. That would be freaky. <laughs> part of me would want to see it. Part of me would be like freaked out. I'd watch it anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beetlejuice is good though. All right, what about you? So mine, you had to go on YouTube. Mm-hmm. 
Thriller by Michael Jackson. Ooh. You have to see the Ba-dum, music boom, video. Boom, 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 it's, boom. A thriller. it's directed by John Landis. Thriller. Max Landis is dead. What? American Werewolf in London. Nice. nice. Uh, the story goes: the album was successful. Year year into the album, Michael Jackson just felt like, yeah, I just want to make a video. Mm-hmm. Well, wait, of what? And he pitched the story to uh, John Landis. He's like, "You're crazy, dude!" <laughs> and it, it blew the fucking album to the stratosphere. Yeah, because it was timeless. already successful. And then he was like, "Holy shit!" With this fucking music video, I think it was the first time it was like a music video that so long. So he's hanging out with a girl, uh, yeah. watching a movie. He has those those uh, <laughs> fiendish eyes. <laughs> the, the jacket. The best part was like the zombies like breakdancing. Yeah. After, like, <laughs> I'm looking up. I have to look two up. Two of them are Disney original movies. Halloween Town. No. Okay, I like Halloween Town, <laughs> but it's not one of my favorites. It, though it did scare the shit out of me. When uh, the mayor. Oh, yeah. Like, the way he looks. He looked like what Darth Sidious. Like, he what Darth Sidious wasn't scary to me. This guy was scary to me. <laughs> Do you guys remember Don't Look Under the Bed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it was like the imaginary friend and when he was turning evil. And like you see the evil version mm-hmm, of him, mm-hmm. and that, that version freaked me out. It, it was very Beetlejuice <laughs> vibey. Um, I'm sort of capturing all the Disney original ones in this real quick. Under Wraps, I loved Under Wraps. It was the one where the, oh, mummy, the mummy came. That's right, yeah. And he was like trying to put cologne on himself to fucking. hide the death smell. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. And then what was the third one? There was one other one. I can't for the life of me find this one. Um, what what was it about? Fuck. Uh, I'm positive it was a Disney original movie. It was like this kid. He lived in a town. It was like 1940s, 50s, maybe. There was like drive-in theaters were the thing. It, it's like Back to the Future era. I think that was like the 50s. Pleasantville. <laughs> he had this thing. He was like obsessed with Frankenstein and like those classic monsters. And he found this place. He's like, I'm gonna make a Frankenstein. But it was a small town. He ends up, like, getting his friends wrapped into it. They go, like, they take a body from a circus that was just, like, a prop. But they're like, it'll work. Like, it's... Holy shit. And then they do it. And, like, the the, the mom comes in because he had some issues with, with the, like, not having a father. The police chief was with them, sort of, like, into the mom but, like, couldn't commit or something. And he goes. And everyone, like, leaves the place. He does the experiment, like, puts up the lightning storm, gets it. And I remember the movie ended where he's like, man, I thought it was going to work. And then... Like someone went back to investigate and the body was gone. And like the credits are rolling and it's the middle of the desert because this, this was in Nevada or something. And you see the the corpse is just like it's a Frankenstein thing. And he's just like kind of slowly walking through and you're like, oh, shit, it did work. What? I have no idea what the title <laughs> of this movie shit. is, but I always remember the that's that scene of him walking <laughs> through whatever the fuck I thought was. I thought it was going to be like. It works, and then the mom like likes the like the, the Frankenstein <laughs> more than the sheriff is like into her. No, I remember the sheriff. I was pretty sure it was the guy from Friday Night Lights, the the coach. Oh, okay. I th- I'm pretty sure it was him. I don't know. I'm all over the place with this one. I don't know, but that those I love the Disney original ones, the, yeah. the Halloween Town, and the other ones. Don't look under the bed. All right. And then I got, I got two more. These are my top two. Like these oh, are the shit. two that creme de la creme, creme de la creme. I, I watch it and I turn into Halloween. Okay. Um, I'm just going to give them both out. Go for it. I'm just going to ruin it here for you guys. Hocus Pocus. Cl- classic. And Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah. Those okay. are my top two, two classics. 
Those are like I like I have to watch those two. Yeah. Like those two, hundred percent every October are watched by my eyes. <laughs> I remember being terrified of the boogeyman. Oogie when boogie? I was, yeah, when I was oh, a yeah. kid. Like him and uh what's her name? Um Ursula had a similar vibe to me where they were like very sinister. Sinister, but like bodacious. Like their body was very like over like if they got close to you they would like very freaky but they were very mobile for like their their thing and like i i couldn't pin the oogie boogie man like it reminded me of an actor i was like is it john goodman is i couldn't i don't know like i had someone in mind it reminded me of a uh the voice reminded me of tim curry from uh fern gully like the smoke i was like he's very like just like musically jiving and just like slimy and like oh when he, if he gets his hands on you, yeah. you're like, oh, shit. And then the part that I love the most is, like, you don't know what he's made out of. And then yeah. it's, like, bugs. Oh, yeah. And he, like, gets ripped open. That reminds there. me of Mortal Kombat <laughs> when Reptile. Yeah. I was like, man, what is it with these guys and, like, being made out of bugs? <laughs> I watched them, like, close to each other. Those are classics. Good good picks. That was my last one, Nightmare Before Christmas. Really? Hell, yeah. I dude. second it. Okay. I'm, yeah. trying, I'm trying to think of a few oddballs and so one comes to mind i was introduced in college to a few that i fell in love with one of them being reanimator oh love reanimator <laughs> very cheesy but it's, i love that yeah. mad scientist vibe like where he, like, the ending to it is really well it's good it's yeah creepy. it's, it's, it's creepy. weird there's sequels too and they're funny but the first one is the epitome of it it's perfect it's like the scientist obsessed with bringing things back to life and yeah. he creates a serum and it gets in the wrong hands and it's, it's got the special effects david cronenberg uh, yeah yeah we got pet cemetery that's oh, a good yeah. one let's go on that kid yeah <laughs> that kid was fucking um and then along the lines of reanimator there were two other ones there was frankenhooker <laughs> He, I still haven't seen that one. I, I'll it. bring it next time. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. It's this guy whose girlfriend gets shredded up in a lawnmower, and years later he's like obsessed with like reanimating her, like turning, bringing her back to life. So he his idea is to fix the, to put her back together. He's missing parts. He creates an explosive uh, crystal meth. Goes find some hookers. He's like, who needs hookers? We'll just get their bodies. Oh, oh fuck that. Yeah, he's uh, Jang has shown us a picture of the kid from Pet Cemetery. <laughs> So he goes, finds some hookers, get blows up their body parts, and but he puts her together and successfully. And but now she has an urge, similar vibes of the the hookers. So she'll like be his girlfriend. Then next thing he's like, hi, I'm itching for some to go out and like he, like see the town and like be in the streets and like hey li- hey guy, how what do you need? <laughs> As a cop, like it's really funny, but it's like already <laughs> here. And then the other one was. Can't remember. God damn it! It's, it's, I remember Killer Clowns of Outer Space was there, but it's mm. not the what I'm thinking. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. That's a classic. <laughs> That's a good one. Blob. There's a lot. Like I think of the what's that musical with uh, the Rock, guy Little Shop. Rock, yeah, uh, Little, Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, Little Shop of Horrors. I mean, would you consider R- Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, that's a horror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's perfect. Um, what else? The shine Stephen King movies, like all of them. Yeah. It. Yeah. Both versions, maybe. I don't know. One uh, little monsters, if you guys. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Young with, Frankenstein. Yeah. Mentioned that. I was, gonna, I was gonna put that on my list, but mm-hmm. I, f- I thought one of you. Well, you did. I had it, it on my list, yeah. but I was like, I, I kind of compass Mel Brooks. <laughs> um, what's some actually, other ones? Actually, Freddy, been... Freddy Krueger. 
uh, Friday, uh, yeah. N- uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth. I've been listening to a podcast. I mean, Weekly besides art, yeah, Weekly DLC number one, of course. <laughs> but there's a podcast called Lore, and they've been pitching it because they made a TV show out of it. Amazon did, and fuck, man, I listened to a story. Yeah. So what they do is they take folklore, and he he talks about the history behind like. So he talks about this thing called Robert the Doll, and fuck it creep me out and yeah. if i was at home mm-hmm. on my bed it would have creeped me out a lot more okay. but i was at work with it fucking lights. bright lights and it still creeped me <laughs> out so it's basically like annabelle the doll it's robert the doll and it talks about his what he does okay people mysteriously die okay fuck it was damn the ending to it was fucking bad i was like oh my god it's <laughs> fucking creepy dude and you had to see what the doll looks like it's uh, just i like, don't think i want oh. to <laughs> i was like oh my gosh um Another, the one I remembered was Dog Soldiers. I, the guy that plays, um, what's his name? Um, Davos. Okay. Liam Cunningham. So it's this like, it's an action movie disguised as a horror movie, or it's a horror movie disguised as one or the other. There's like this cabin and this squad. It's, it's like in, it's a European film, so they're like, heavy scottish or irish <laughs> accents they're like this military squad that were like one of them was in this experiment where they got like a werewolf attacking them so he goes like he's terrorizing them and this squad is like we need a bunker down this cabin and fucking fight this motherfucker back and they get like like teeth like tooth and nail they like militarize everything like we take this we're bringing the fight to the fucking dog and like they get really into it it's fucking gnarly but like it's still got that horror aspect where it's like a monster coming after them really fun movie and liam cunningham is like a curses like a sailor in this movie what's the um there's that movie with um he's a werewolf american werewolf in london London. no no well (laughs) there's that one too but there's the one where it's the guy from uh from back to the future Marty McFly? Yeah. And, and he's oh, a, he's Teen a, Wolf. Teen Wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I was that's thinking. That's a good one? Yeah. Because the, the, the American <laughs> Wolf in London, that's the scary one. Yeah, yeah. It's a little too, too scary for me. Monster Ma- Monster Squad. That's a classic. The <laughs> Where the girl turns into a giant? Is that the one? No. No. This one's got like uh, Dracula. He's leading oh, that's Fa- Frankenstein and uh, a couple other monsters like the Swamp Thing and the Mummy and these kids. Like the Goonies, and they team up and they That's try to right. take him down. We're the Monster Squad. <laughs> <laughs> classic, love that movie. Um, Wait, I want to know in it, do they use the classic monsters in the new in, one in the movie? Yeah. Um, I mean, spoilers. No. Wow, they don't. I don't think it translates though because it's like a modern film. Yeah, I mean, crazy. I think in the book. So what people have to understand is in the book, um, it turns into multiple things mm-hmm. and which are their it, fears even right? though yeah even though it, that does happen in the movie well, actually, technically it doesn't the movie does depict as almost pennywise just is it and That's... he's in different situations there's one where he's supposed to be um a, a sheep that's being hung but in the silhouette you can tell it's still a mm. fucking pennywise the clown like yeah. essentially mm. um and then in other situations um he does change though he does become other people but he's not becoming an, another entity at yeah least he's not becoming like seen. a werewolf yeah or some exactly other spider yeah. or something Damn. i mean i can understand it's not faithful in that regard but i feel like that it sets the mood what, what time period are they when they were kids 58 i think that's the big thing is like that was what they were afraid of things like that were in comic and they do make then. the connections they're you know when they start realizing like 
they're like there's something I've been I've been seeing and then one of the other kids just breaking into clown I've seen a clown <laughs> and everyone's like yeah and then like they're all funny enough I was talking to my girlfriend and she's like I kind of want to see the new it I'm like I'm like I have few conditions if we're doing this daytime <laughs> I was like we're watching it at home like I'm not doing any theater she's like agreed say feeling the same way Two, all the lights on I was like we're watching this after breakfast <laughs> she's like I'm on board. And then three, she's. I was like, we're watching it. Every light is on. We're not doing any sort of like, oh, let's dim the lights for the thing. I'm like, fuck that. No, I want every light on. Well, if it's in the morning, I don't even think you have to turn I mean, on we're light. not like covering the shades or anything. <laughs> like, nothing. So, but we're going to wait till it's out on video. So, probably next time. That's going to be a while. I do want to say I want to have her watch True Detective season one. Because I feel like it's eerie enough where yeah. it's, it's got like the vibes of a horror Halloween type mm-hmm. stuff. So. Well, the guy... Wrote it, True Detective, season one. Corey Fukunama or something like that. Oh, he, he wrote the script. Oh, screenplay. right, yeah, that's perfect. Okay, cool. <clears throat> this all she wrote. You guys want to go to the next topic? Yeah, Transition we, to we all float down here. Scary video games. Mm. So, list your scary video games or scary video game moments. You want to go first? I want to save the best one for last. Okay. So we'll start early. What was the first scary game? Half-Life for some strange reason comes yeah? into mind. Like it, I don't know. I played it when I was like a kid. Okay. It just, just creeped me out. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, the, I, just were the head, I haven't played the first one. Were the head crabs on there? I don't remember now. I don't I remember. Think they were. Any, I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah, I, I think they so. were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they were. I remember Ravenholm freaked me out when I was playing it. I was like a young adolescent at the time. And I was like, well, was, I like, I need weapons. <laughs> Every time I play one, a game, when as soon as I feel helpless, I'm bothered. I'm like, yeah. at least let me defend myself. If, if it, Even if it's overpowering me, I'm fine. Just yeah. let me feel like I have a way to... Per- <laughs> like a pistol. I don't have to have any bullets. I can just have a pistol that I'm fine. <laughs> what about you, Vargas? Um, so I'm going to start out with the first scare that I can remember. I'm sure I've had, obviously, scares before this. Mm-hmm. But the first one that I remember with a game that I loved, Resident Evil 2. Okay. There's a scene where um, you're walking down a hall with the windows. Um, I think that's one. And I, I, I've only ever really played two. Uh, maybe you're right, though. I think it is dogs. one. Yeah, dogs. So when you walk one way, mm-hmm. nothing happens. But you see it, and you're like, fucking something's going to happen. Nothing happens. So you're like, cool, perfect. Nothing's gonna happen. You do that, and it's like a kind of like a dead end. But you have to do something there. You come back, and you walk through the same thing. This time you're kind of like, fucking, nothing happened the first time. Doesn't happen this time. As you walk by the window, fucking dog jump, dog jumps through, oh, shit. and just fucking starts wrecking your shit. You gotta fucking <laughs> murder that fool. God and that, that's like the first. I was like, oh, because you didn't expect it. Yeah. You walked out the first time, nothing happened. You're like, obviously, it doesn't happen this time. How naive I was. That's the first real scare that I got to. It's from the camera angles, I think, are one of the biggest parts of that add to that effect. Because <laughs> I remember those first games, one of the reasons I never wanted to play a Resident Evil game was because of frustrating the controls yeah. and angles looked like they were. Yeah. I've watched people play it. And, I, was and like, I guess I'd have to lump Resident Evil 2 into that. Like every time you open a door, it like <laughs> it stops, it just shows a all black background with the door opening. And then oh, it loads man. into that other screen. Resident Evil 7 does it worse. I'll get into that later. But <laughs> it just, it, it's creepy the way they... Like, just fucking open the door, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're like running away from someone and like does yeah. the, this door open uh, and then you just keep running. 
the one of the big ones I remember. Um, I don't know whether it was before the other one. I'll, I remember hearing how bad amnesia was <laughs> that's actually but on my list when i watched my friend play it i was laughing so hard i'm like dude you what the fuck are you doing like you're just like freaking out over nothing like watching him play you don't get any of this yeah as don't. soon as like i was like i could play this i bought it me and my brother and my cousins were over we got we had it on the tv i had my laptop and we're like all right one person's gonna play the other people watch we're like okay cool so i'm playing and it's a whole other feeling. Like I felt like I was in there. Yeah. And you're all you're doing is holding a lantern and not holding a lantern. Like that's all. Like you can't hit anything. You all you can do is hide. Open doors. Open doors and closed doors. Yeah. There's a part. I remember when I got to this part. It was just something running frantically on water, but you can't see what it's running. But it, if it gets close enough, it get like you, you just, you just hear screaming and it's horrifying. And that sense of suspense <laughs> terrified the fuck out of me. Because there's stones that you could stand on and it won't bother you. It, it'll, it'll yeah, just... they'll be on the stones. But as soon as you fuck up a step and you touch the water, it senses you. And you're like, like <sighs> splashes. And I'm like, whatever. I don't know where the fuck it is. Just get away from me. And then there's a part later, like after that set the toad, I was like, okay, I'm tense. And it had the vibe of like hallucinating and all this madness shit. There's these creatures that, like, you get glimpses of and you feel like there's heart thumping. Yeah. If they see you, you're fucked. But you can see them, but you don't, like, as soon as you see them, it's like, you need to get out of there immediately. So, like, as soon as I had a glimpse of one, I didn't even want to be in the near it. But at the same time, you're like, I need to know where it is so I can still navigate. Right. But you, that struggle in between. So, you're, like, hiding in closets. <laughs> And if you peer out at the wrong time, they're like right there, and you're like, "Fuck!" Oh, oh, I hated that game. Like I'm like, someone else play. Like I'm. I'm, I'm so that's a game I played too, and I just remember the beginning. I, I remember. I didn't get that. Far. Um, <laughs> I, I just I was I'm done. <laughs> uh, no, just in the beginning, yeah. I remember the. Um, uh, you you're you're walking in a hallway, and there's like a, a room, like uh, kind of almost like a library room, like a bunch of books. And door completely open, lights all on. You're like, oh, cool. You walk towards the door and fucking lights just completely turn off, just becomes completely black. You're like, what? I'm not going to go in there. <laughs> He's like, you could go in there. I don't think anything actually happens. Um, you hear like moaning. Yeah. But it like it just freaks oh. you out. Like the lights completely go out. It, you hear the moaning. You're like, fuck, something's in there. Mm -hmm. And you can just choose not to go in there. You're like, well, I'm just going to keep going down this hallway. Yeah. And uh, that's that's a, was a good that was a good scare right there. For oh, me. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> it wouldn't scare me now, but Bioshock. Yeah, like, when I first played, because like the splicers, they would they would sing like hymns like Jesus loves me this, and you could hear them. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck! All you have is like when I played it, the only as far as I got was the very beginning where you have just a wrench, and I was like. I'm gonna bash the <laughs> fuck out of whatever is coming at me. I don't care what it is, and they like move frantically, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It just creeped me out. Yeah. But if I played it now, it wouldn't creep me. Yeah. Because I played a lot more scarier games. Um, another one. I love it now. Like, and the later ones in the franchise became less scary and more action packed. Uh, the original Dead Space. Mm. I loved the vibe it had. It was very much in the vein of Alien for me. Like you're isolated, you're alone. You have ba some basic tools, but like the jumps were freaky. Like there's a bunch of corpses. All of a sudden, one just jumps out and just like goes it's after you. And every time you die, you like die in a different way. Like you get mutilated or you get this or that. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> the eye part. I forget which game that was, was in. Two, two or three. 
Oh man, that was frustrating. Yeah, Nemesis, like, that guy would oh always god, chase that you. was the worst. <clears throat> you can't kill. There's him. a level where there's this creature, and like no matter what you do, it just regenerates and keeps. It's like Terminator, and that I hate when games have something where it's like <laughs> I can't do anything about it. It's just gonna chase me, so it puts this pressure on me. So I like I did not want. I hated that level. I was just a tension the whole time. <laughs> So um, my other one I have is Outlast, the original Outlast. Okay, that one was really good. Like yeah. when it first came out, it, it, it sets a mood for you. you know, yeah. The, the the trailers, like the you know, like the the small gameplay they show you. Um, you're pretty much a, a photographer who's gonna go in this house, and a lot of the game is played through your camera, and you need it. Sometimes it's like in pitch pitch black area. You have to turn on the oh, night vision of your camera. Fuck. And it just has a green tint, and it yeah. just makes it seem like it's scary. Scary, you know. <laughs> Wait, is this a Japanese one? No, no this this came American. Out. Yeah, American. I think Outlast Two had been out already. Oh, out right. Okay, okay. I'm thinking yeah. of a different one. Yeah, it was a huge. It wasn't a huge game, but it was a small game on the PS4 that came out, and it was. They did a really good job okay. um, promoting it on the PS4, yeah? and yeah, and eventually it became I think free on PS Plus for a while. Nice. Um, By the way, uh, Metal Gear Solid Five is free right now for PS Plus. Mm-hmm. You Which, mentioned PS Plus. I, thought, I was like, "That's a good I deal." Okay. Anyway, I lost. But yeah, so there's there's just scenes where there's like a creature in the house that's just haunting, like it's just chasing you, like, oh, and you don't have weapons, you can't do anything. These things. Yeah. Um. And yet, there's times where like you'll hide under the bed and you see his feet, and he's like, "Fuck!" I saw him going. Oh, he didn't say anything, but like you know, he saw you go in there. It's moments like, like that. I want to be like BJ Blazkowicz, just like fucking shotgun doesn't shit. Yeah. You you <laughs> you know you hide in a closet and you can see like you're looking through the cracks and you can see him in go in you know and you have to decide whether to use the night vision or not because it kills battery and you're like fuck and if you don't use night vision you can't see where he's at and if you use it you're running out of battery. That reminds me, I. Did you guys ever play the Five Nights at Freddy? I haven't. I've watched my Fred play, and his reaction, I, I made a gif of it. It's one of the <laughs> funniest reactions I've ever seen, but I've never played them. That reminds me of that, where you're like, I need to check these yeah. security cameras, but I need to also watch my battery. It's like a maze thing, right? Or It's like you're watching guard, and you have to survive the nights. Mm. But if you don't watch certain spots, they'll get to you, and you're fucked. But you also have batteries, so you have to play. Wow. I don't know. I don't like those games. There's like 16 versions of that game. Yeah, right? it, yeah. They, they weren't franchised, <laughs> franchise players. Um, for me, I remember, so my first Resident Evil was four. That was fun. Um, but I remember the guy with the bag on his head with the chainsaws. Dr. Salvador. I hate those, those guys. Freak me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Him, and I knew the part where you have to cross the lake was going to freak me out. There's a part where you have to cross this lake, mm-hmm. and there's a giant creature. You don't see it, mm-hmm. but I knew I was like, I just need to, Im- I need to Embrace face my fear. Fear is the mind killer, as June <laughs> has taught me, and so I needed to face it. So you ran through, and it just fucking grabbed you. Oh, it ate me. I was like, I got it. I got past it. <laughs> now, now that I've gotten through it, I can go through it normally. I mean, it was freaky, but it was good. It got me good. Did you have to like juke it, like kind of go halfway and then come back, and he'll like bot- no? There's like thing. some no, cues, yeah, yeah, uh, quick uh, times, man. yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to kill it eventually. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that was that was fun. And later, when I had like infinite ammo, I was like, "Motherfucker, I'm gonna blow you out of this wall." <laughs> um, yeah. yeah <laughs> Mine would be Slenderman. I've that, seen people play that game. So okay, so my story it? with it, I've seen people play it, uh-huh. and I've gotten fucking freaked out by people playing it. I actually played it, and it didn't scare me. So watching other people play it scared me more than 
Maybe he it's has... like something about like the helplessness. Like he's, you're not in control. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. Oh god. Fuck. So when I was at Cal State Fullerton mm-hmm. back in the day, someone on Halloween would post those fucking <laughs> Slenderman things from the game, dude. I was just like, oh my god. He has no eyes. It's clever. Yeah. <laughs> Slenderman. So my number one is Slenderman as well. Yeah. Ooh. But uh, but the story I have is uh, Mark. Uh, we had gone over to his house and it was like six six of us, seven of us, I think, that, that would all over go to his house. And the idea was we were going to play Slenderman. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in his room. We turned off all the lights. We all took turns. And I was cracking up as everyone was playing it. I was like, this is not scary. What are you guys doing? Like, why are you so scared? You know? And comes, you know, comes my turn. And the idea is you have to grab, I think it's like eight notes. Mm-hmm. So you have eight notes. And then once you have all eight notes, I think you go to an exit or I think it just ends with eight notes. I don't remember I've the exact specifics. But yeah, like every time. So there's a chance of Slenderman getting to you, like being near you. And if and if you don't do anything about it, he'll get closer and closer and closer. And your and screen starts turning yeah. fuzzy. And that's and when you know he's coming really When close. he's next to you, eventually it just, it just ends. Like he just grabs you and it ends. Like it goes into like a crazy uh, static screen. Um, the more notes you have, the 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 higher chance it is for him to get you. Yeah. And so you're walking. You know, when you start the game, you, you almost no fear. And you're just walking around. It's creepy because you'll look back and you'll see him like behind a tree. Like, yeah. oh my you'll fucking just, god! You see yeah. a white head, and because it's hard to see his yeah, body. Yeah, it's dark, parts. and then you yeah. just see a little white. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh like, fuck! Out. And you start running. You look back, and he's like closer. Like, oh fuck! He's gonna like turn left, right. You know, Moonwalk. fucking. <laughs> um, and I remember I had like I had six notes. I was so close to beating it. And occasionally, like, yeah, the notes would say, like, out? something scary. Yeah, because it starts, like, <laughs> you know, there, it's it, there's, like, noise, like, a, yeah. either music that's going faster and it just keeps your heart racing. <laughs> and, you know, occasionally, like, even though you don't know where he's at, it'll start, like, you'll start seeing static in the screen. You're like, fuck, he's around here somewhere. You know, you can turn around. He can be right behind you. Where are you? And, yeah, so normally, like, I'll hide in, a, in, a, in, like, the bathroom. And that's, like, the worst idea because you're in an enclosed space. <laughs> So I remember I was looking for a note and I found one in the bathroom and I think that was my number sixth. And I was like, fuck, I'm, I almost got this. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to run around and it starts like doing static and I'm in, I'm in the, uh, in the open forest and I turn around and he's like two trees away. And, like these trees, like it's just like a very tree-ish forest and he's two trees away, like hiding behind him. I'm like, oh fuck. And I turn around and it starts getting more static and I turn around and he's right behind me and just fucking grabs me and I die. And I was like, fuck. And it, it scared me, dude. Everyone was like, Aah! and like everyone's reaction at the same time, it like freaks me out. I jump at the same time. It was a good time though. It was really fun. And that's fuck. one of my favorite. That's that cool. one was, it was scary, but I was with friends. So yeah, it wasn't that would like, help. I yeah. could not do that. Like imagine a VR game of that. Fuck no. <laughs> um, I'm surprised you guys didn't mention any VR ones. Cause I feel like those are like, I haven't played like I I would sweat all over my yeah. VR machine. <laughs> That'd be intense. Fucking... Mine, I, w- I don't know if it's the most tense, but I remember having a lot of moments where I was tense in this game. Doom 3. Mm. I remember that game freaked me out for a while. It's nowhere near the level. I, I did not dabble yeah. in as crazy. That's as the one with the, you had the flashlight yeah. and you can hit it. And it was the horror one. All the yeah. other ones were just like, you're a fucking Doom guy, bro. Didn't they make just it like, a well, movie out of that one? I mean, they made a do after the franchise, but yeah, I, th- I guess it's loosely off that one. Yeah, the well, designs I mean, it and just stuff. Seems, yeah, uh, but I remember every time like a uh, hell wave came in or something, you were frozen and the lights would go out, and you had to hey, yeah, you're right. You had to either choose to have your flashlight out or have your gun out, and it, 
you like I would be like, all right, flash out. They're they're everywhere. Fucking mow everything down. <laughs> and well, then like when with, you get the shotgun, it's such a relief. You're like, oh, thank God, I have this motherfucking thing. But it's still hard. With every shot, though, does it light the room up for like a few seconds? Yeah. Okay. And That's then the cool. sounds. I remember, like, I tried playing it with headphones. I was like, I'm not playing this at night anymore. <laughs> this is a daytime game. This is a daytime game. <laughs> daytime only. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are good games, though. <sighs> my second, you guys tense me up. My second pick, Resident Evil 7. It and was number one. There yeah. was a king that took it down. But Resident Evil 7, the beginning, you're chased by this motherfucker. Number one fuckboy, Jack Baker. <laughs> Patriarch of the house. Is he the guy in the garage? Yeah. Okay. Ethan. Ethan. Where are you, Ethan? I smell you, Ethan. Oh, that sounds... And he's, like, essentially in the beginning of the game, he's, like, the, the Terminator. Nemesis. Yeah. 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 You can't... You can't... And you're in the house, and there's, like... It's not like you have... You have to walk past him at certain points. And so it's tense. Yeah. And sometimes he'll, like, break through the walls. Like, I got you, Ethan. I knew you were here, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the southern hospitality. <laughs> Even the game starts out like you're so you break into the house mm-hmm. and then you're you're caught mm-hmm. and you wake up with like I, I think your hands were missing or something like that. He chops off your arm. He chops off your arm. Mm-hmm. And then you wake up with like staple he like a fucking stapled up arm. You're you're in a you're like in the couch and they're all sitting down about to eat and they're like, "Oh, we're glad you're you're here to to join us, you know, or whatever, and you have to like your your character's like forced to like sit down, <laughs> yeah. And then you look at the food, and it's like they're it's like bugs yeah. and like rotting meat and stuff like that. Dude, and it's like does he eat it? Uh, I don't. He remember. like force feeds it. Oh, like just one bite. Okay, yeah, because you don't want to see it. And then the grandma's like, I because I think well, grandma doesn't or, do anything. Or the mom, yeah, she's like, I make this for you. You're not gonna eat. And someone like I think the Jack Baker uh, like and fucking just shout shout outs to the grandma in that game. She. C- created one of the most intense moments of gaming because like you'll walk and you hear this hum <laughs> and you're walking up and <gasps> she's just like looking at you like this yeah she like look she's just looking at you and you're just like fuck she stops humming <laughs> and she's <laughs> motionless and but her eyes will like yeah just look you. And like I'm laser have my, focus have my gun out walk backwards I want there to be a hack to this game where you can just be overpowered I would be like, oh, they do. I mean, you can eventually get infinite ammo. Is there? No, I just want everything to be like, oh, this is, they're no longer Terminator. Like, beginning of the game, you can just like mow everything down. And then win. But she, just to get like, make money. She got me good because one, at one point in the game, the guy, the son of the house, turns off the lights, like the fucking mansion. You have to go inside the dark mansion. And you're running and you turn a corner and she's just there. The fucking grandma. She's not, she's not even humming. And it scared the fuck out of me. I was like, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck this game, dude. But that's not my number one, though. What? That's not my number one scariest game. That's I'm, I'm a lot of scary. Yeah, I'm a lot of scariest. At Slenderman was my first one. Outlast, Outlast 2 is the Ooh. king. Yeah? Is the king. Fucking A, dude. <laughs> I remember that one where you're walking down like a school hallway and yeah. you go to a door mm-hmm. and you're like, Something's gonna fucking happen. Something's gonna, and nothing happens. So he, he goes to the door, tries to open it. It's locked, and he he were I think you were streaming this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, "Oh fuck!" And he turn around, still nothing. Takes two steps, and something comes from the top, and it just fucking scares the shit out of you. And, uh, <laughs> and they did it so well because they 
they like they knew the jump I yeah mean, you're anticipating the jump scare so they're like oh we'll delay it two seconds yeah and then we'll do the jump scare and it's it works so well it because they I feel like someone played and was like, this is where I feel a jumpster is going to be. And you're like, all right, cool. Let's like uh, wait five more seconds, you know? And it's like, you fucking dicks, dude. Because <laughs> you drop your fucking, like, guard. your, def- your yeah. guard for like a second. And that's when they get you, man. Yeah, fuck that game. No, <laughs> that game scared me. It was bad for my heart. And people request to, for me to replay it. And I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't want to go back to it. Are you doing anything? anything for Halloween? I am trying to beat Uncharted to do eternal darkness oh i thought you were gonna do like a one day like halloween mm, day story. i'm doing like a whole hol- okay. halloween shebang uh i want to do dead space 2 again i want to try dead space 2 and then do you have the ps2 version or PS- I, no i want to buy the ps3 and do it the one i was thinking of we mentioned the camera thing fatal frame <sighs> i remember that one was the japanese one because yeah. it's like you have the camera that's the one with the the sword guy the cone head no 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 silent pyramid Hill. head that's silent pyramid. okay that one freaks me out just because I'm like, my friend told me, I'm like, you're helpless. Just run and hide and shit. It's Outlast. Okay. <laughs> Fuck those games. And it sucks because in Outlast, you run out of batteries. You're fucked, dude. Your camera is so blurry and you can hear people like, what the fuck are these take out the camera can't see shit <laughs> what the fuck are these motherfuckers it's better using the camera without battery but it's still bad <laughs> god damn <laughs> such good games man. oh yeah <laughs> i'll play destiny <laughs> the hive i remember one of our friends was like the hive was freaking him out a little bit oh yeah they don't she... do halloween stuff for destiny like halloween they... events uh did they yeah they did uh in the past they've done it i don't know if they'll do it but they actually might they That's should. a good thing. That might be a content we, we get. Because Overwatch soon. does. It. I think Overwatch I, does. I'm, I'm hoping they do. Festival of the Lost yeah. was what they did. Last year's was bad because there was a lot of microtransactions that oh, were shit. involved in it, and it's like you're not like that should be on the side, not the primary yeah. way. And so it failed, and so they did the or no, it was the winter one that failed. The maybe the festival one was good, um, but like every year they'll have like a head. Like a helmet you can wear, but the helmets for the Halloween period are like the heads of all the enemy characters mm. and just random shit. And they have r- rare ones too. Like yeah. uh, they had a a, f- a blue fa- flaming skull that was really rare, really hard to get. And I guess when you when someone was saying that when they had it and when you spoke in fire chat, it, the mouth moved on that. Oh, cool. on that oh nice. So I thought that was really cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, they have some Halloween stuff, but I'm. I think that that's actually a good point. That might be one of the contents after Iron Banner. Like, well, this Iron is, Banner's yeah, over because this is going to be Halloween. the first Halloween Boom. for for Destiny Two. So I, I, f- I feel like they have to do something. It's like they usually are like do. just one week, but that's a, that'd probably be a good one. I, you're right. Overwatch just did their or is doing they're doing their the thing. skins. Yeah, they do like temper. Well, their costumes skins. are on point. Yeah, dude, yeah. they're so good. And then sometimes I get really bummed out that like I can't win certain ones you know like because well because you're play to get the the chests yeah and then it's only a chance and i'll get like one or two out of the fucking 24 people they have as Mm -hmm. playable characters pay pay money and the the money is like i think it's like 10 bucks or something like that for for certain costumes because they're considered legendary like they're isn't there still in-game currency that you there is but it's high for as much as i've used and i might have used some of it but i I have enough to probably buy one okay. legendary because they're normally uh, like really cool costumes are worth a thousand mm-hmm. um, legendary or like very temporary ones are worth three thousand. Okay, so it's like an insane amount, and I have I think probably like thirty five hundred 
Mm. So enough for one legendary, one exclusive one. I'm excited to see what Pokemon Go does. They they usually do mm. something Halloweeny. I just don't want them to do like, hey, it's Pikachu in a different hat because they've done Pikachu <laughs> in an Ash Ketchum hat, Pikachu in a Santa hat. Just make like because sometimes they'll do like, oh, this one type is more abundant, so ghost types. I remember last year I was in uh, Boston and I remember being in Salem catching a lot of ghost Pokemon. I was like, oh, it's gonna be Pikachu in a Gengar hat. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck no. <laughs> um, speaking of Blizzard. Yeah, so. Um, transition? My, my transition to something still scary because they're scared. Um, Game developers are scared. <laughs> it's on the yeah, recent, recent topic of. Um, uh overwatch developers being being afraid um of the people that play their game like they're afraid to just to to put anything out for for players to know what's going on like transparency yeah transparency sakes because they just they get bombarded with like negative comments with like that's you guys you guys are doing everything incorrectly (laughs) yeah you know you you let someone know something you're doing Mm -hmm. and they just talk shit on you you don't let them know anything you're doing, and they talk shit on you. But it's more of like a, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. The article I was reading was it was referring to uh, a lot of the because they'll, they'll they'll post on their own uh, under their own name, so then it's kind of linked to them, and they're like afraid individuals? of individuals. Individuals, yeah. I see, I see. Um, they're afraid, and they don't have special nicknames. Like they give them their specific name, so it, it links directly to them. You can't be like an anonymous anonymous employee right. or something like that that you know it's verified um and like let's say it's it, you post oh yeah the, the next week you know we're going to do something like this and it's almost like all right you said it like this is guaranteed you're going to have to make this come out and what if it now takes months and you didn't realize that and you're like fuck i promised these guys this week and now they're going to you know chop my head off mm-hmm. essentially and i think a lot of it is also like we talked about uh people finding things outraged like they're outraged by something or they're insulted by something or they're offended they could be like, we're making this character. It's like, why is it this or not this? Or why is it not this? And the, like 50 things get like d- d- all these different yeah. things for whatever reason, like just get attacked. Yeah. And, and it's the thing like, is- look, it was a comp like this is a company game. I was involved with the artistic. Yeah. You know. and, and the thing like when you bring up like a character, like let's say um, with Overwatch, uh, they have tons of characters. They release characters all like mm-hmm. occasionally, not all the time. Um, the re- most recent one was Doomfist, I think, is yeah. the character they released. And a lot of c- sometimes the community will 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 give people or give like tell the developers like this is kind of a cool character you guys should come out with like you know someone that does this this and this. Mm-hmm. And when they came out with like Doomfist, people were like, man, like why didn't you do th- the other one I said? And it's like <laughs> it takes a long time to develop a character. They had this guy in development. It wasn't just like. Oh, we're gonna come. Oh, out this last guy. week we just took the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We took the best comments and made a character. It's not how it works generally. Um, but you know, a lot of people they don't see it that way. They're just like, I'm playing the game. I this is what I want. You should just give me what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, something recently was uh, with Bungie. Um, it's always <laughs> they had the they had the uh, the faction uh, wars. Yeah, and um, Dead Orbit won, uh-huh. and people were pissed. People were like, "This is a rig. This is." fucking you know uh future war cult should have won like this is a fucking rigged game and then um people were saying that uh, i think his name is dj deej deej was what he goes by yeah was uh you know behind it and he it was just rigged the whole time and it was he's a dead orbit fan yeah and and you know he's he's the the community like who set it up but if you really look at it like i I remember someone put it as it was a small post um but you can vote on who you're going to be and it was like 
twenty percent um, or twenty five percent future war cult, twenty five percent new monarchy, and like fifty percent. Well, even Dead then, Orbit. like let's take that into factor of like this game. Um, <clears throat> that's just people that use Twitter, and that's people that use Twitter and follow Destiny yeah. and participate. Some people don't. There's a lot of people like yeah. There's you'll see more. streamers be vocal, but they're like a vocal minority. Mm-hmm. So. There's a vast amount of people that play and they don't stream. They don't yeah. speak out. They don't. And then they like they make decisions of like dead orbit or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and touch, to touch on that. And Dij made a, a, a joking tweet about the the remarks that people were making oh, yeah? about him. And he put, you know, not realizing that I had this power, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going to make new rules, like be kind to each other, like, <laughs> you know, make do this jokingly. He's been doing this for a while. And <laughs> and then some, like the very first comment was like, I'll do this if you release the gun I want, like, which was the future Wolcott gun. And the, and he's like, you're just emphasizing what's happening. Like you're, you only do things if it benefits you, you yeah. know, like you're not part of the team kind of thing and that really caught it like caught me like it was like holy shit like it's true like this guy's joking but that's kind of how everyone is like if you do what i want then i'll be okay it's like that's how ever it is for everybody if you, you do and what even you then want. they're not okay a lot of the things that people ask for with a game like destiny 2 was what they got in destiny 2 and now they're still like i'm unhappy you gave me everything i wanted but now there's nothing to want yeah I, or there's much less to want so i'm like well, well then there's no end game there's no long term it's like <laughs> the fuck do you want like you i gave you a 90 yeah. percent of <laughs> and it's scary because you you say something like you say that like that you know there's a, a vast majority of people that are playing this game and i can't we can't please everyone and then you just get shitted on for that you know it's i like, think hype is a factor of all this too it's like when a game builds a hype and they their marketing does yeah. something so much or does maybe not enough or whatever but more often when it's too much and then the actual product comes out it's not to that high level expectation mm-hmm. all the time like especially with like if there's a sequel that's been in the works for a long period of time like let's say uh diablo 2 diablo 3 was about to come out and you're like oh shit the third one is finally here and upon release not only was there like uh, uh server errors but then like the game had this live auction house that got abused to shit and it became a renowned like the game is amazing now but like it went through a lot of iterations and, and backlash because this hype had gotten to so much yeah. amongst other factors. But hype is like is is I, I remember, is the mind killer. I remember with <laughs> I remember with, uh, with Diablo three. No, oh. uh, me and my friends when the auction house happened. Oh yeah, we're like, dude, we're gonna farm the shit out of this game. We're gonna make a living <laughs> playing this game. And my buddy, he found a, a rare item that he sold for seventy what? real us dollars nice. damn 70 bucks and that was the highest thing i ever found that he sold like he sold the other stuff for like a dollar or something like that mm-hmm. um but it blew his mind he was like dude i just made 70 bucks off of, like i just paid for this game <laughs> through this item you know like I, i'm set like i'm i'm in the i'm in the plus now yeah, you know yeah. i'm in the green and that was that blew my mind so i would start farming the shit out of this game and never found anything worth selling i think I, I accumulated a total of like twenty bucks in that game, and that was like throughout its lifetime mm-hmm. of of the auction house because eventually it got abused to shit. Yeah, yeah. Like people found out how to duplicate items that they were able to sell for Exports, real world. Yeah. So there was like it was useless. So Bungie was like, "We we can't have this." Like this Blizzard. is you guys. Blizzard the Bungie. Um, <laughs> Bungie. Bungie. <laughs> Bungie. Um, Blizzard. Yeah, they they took out the the uh, auction. I I do think it became a much better game after that because it wasn't like. 
It wasn't just after that. It was like when that expansion hit. I remember like there was a big patch, changed the way the game was, and then there was the, the expansion, and those two things factored together. It was like, okay, this is yeah. the game fully realized, yeah. well balanced. I mean, still things people were commenting, but as a whole, it was like a satisfying experience mm-hmm. and a, a good game loop. But um, yeah, I know my biggest exposure has always been with Destiny because they've. Well, the, but the one thing that I love about it is. The fans are very vocal, but the community managers and the like they do weekly posts and they always whether they hit it or they don't or they miss it by a mile, yeah. They're they're trying. They're like, We fucked up this week, okay. With our message, whatever our, our um mo- like our what we're trying to get across is we we believe in uh, matchmaking by skill, not by connectivity. We heard you. We're going to change it to connectivity. We're, we're, we heard you again. We're going to balance the two. Like, it's this ongoing struggle, but I love that they're doing it. They're yeah. like, we, we're going to, if we don't figure it out, we're going to work at it. Like, we're trying. And I, and that, like, that is a good level of transparency to me where it's like, okay, you're not showing all your cards. I understand. And there's things that you're not doing that I'm like, why aren't you doing this? This is an obvious thing that would make it better or not better or whatever. Mm -hmm. But always telling us like we have a plan or we're working or here's some milestones. I think those are good traits to have to help um, ease the toxicity of of a game environment. I know uh, uh, Titanfall people, they followed a similar suit that I was like, that's a good sign because they started doing like weekly message board, like a a post much like Bungie does. Like, Hey, this is what we're at. This is what we're doing. Here's some community stuff, like our favorite videos that we see fans making or content creation. I think those stuff go a long way with like showing the community that you like you're in, you're part of it. Yeah. While also kind of like being like we're we're at the ground level with you. People that work here love playing this game as much as you do, so we're trying to make it work for everyone. So so like people would complain about like things in in Destiny where it's like oh you know this super's OP this super's OP but they're like look. They'll do a podcast and they'll be like, we see everyone's like overuse, overall usage for something. And they'll be like, nine out of ten people that are successful are using Defender Titan subclass. And it's like when you hear uh, the community people talking, they're like, oh, dude, I'm always Sunbreaker because it's cool. It's aggressive. It's this or that. But it's like the Defender one is strategic and people are like, oh, that, oh, that's really cool. Or like when a gun – when something when there's a meta to a game – and something like Street Fighter, like there's a certain whatever is the the most OP thing. And like they're like, oh, please nerf, please nerf, please nerf. And they nerf. And then like, why did you fucking nerf it? Why didn't you just raise it? it constant. Just tweaking. And it, it's like a whack-a-mole. You like hit the mole <laughs> and then a fucking other problem comes out. And you're like, yeah. fuck. And you hit that one another problem pops up. And yeah, like in, in, in regards to um, the, the meta, mm-hmm. um, that is the multi midi Mida multi-tool? Yeah, Midi multi-tool. Currently. Currently. And in, in Trials, which is the most competitive part of the PvP you can when? do, it is like 90, 90 something percent, 93, 95 percent used. Like mm-hmm. people are just fucking using the shit out of this. And it is it is a good gun. Like it's reliable. It's a long range, long, medium to long range. If you just do constant headshots, you take fools out in like five shots. It's like mm-hmm. super quick. And it shoots out fast. It's like a freaking needle gun just shooting out bullets. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like if you're if you're well trained with like just headshots, like you just take fools out left and right with this gun. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a loss against that gun. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still other guns that can beat it. There's things you can do to, to you know, still win against one, like toss a grenade and hide and then 
you know, once he's down, just fight him off, you know, mm-hmm. head to head, and you can take him out that way. Um, but yeah, like that's one gun that I'm pretty sure is either going to get worked on, and people are going to get very frustrated. Yeah, possibly. So <laughs> I, I, I want to jump back. Your topic is uh, toxicity towards developers or toxicity in gaming. I think because um, there's some stuff I want to touch on, but I don't know whether it's related. Or I think we can we can we can bundle it, but it was toxicity towards developers. Like developers with Overwatch, they want to be transparent, but I feel like they're being too transparent to the point where uh, gamers think they know everything, um, and and they they give feedback which is very negative towards mm-hmm. developers, and it, and it scares them. It it, it you know. Why well, also, from what I understand, is they're having this challenge of like toxicity amongst like they're trying to balance the game where if i'm playing a game it's friendly for me to play with other people in a matchmaking environment and not be shit on like Mm -hmm. you typically hear it in call of duty like people that sort of vibe is like oh it's someone who plays call of duty does that it's like that association is slowly bleeding into a game like overwatch and they're trying to combat that as well as along what you're saying Yeah, one of the recent updates they did was Help combat. Yeah, and and then of what I what I recall seeing in an article was like, we've had to stall any further game updates and like in new content because we're trying to combat this and we feel like it's important and we don't like seeing it. So we feel like it, this demands our attention. But the more time we put towards this, the less resources we have at other stuff. And then yeah, they like they're they're telling us this like what you're saying. It bleak feeds into the other toxicity of like they're telling us what they're doing and what's priority, and people are getting upset at that. So yeah. it's like uh, on top of the one toxicity that they're dealing with, like it's just bleeding everywhere. Yeah. Um, and and that's where I think that's not the too much transparency comes into play. Like if you just tell them, hey, I'm, we're working on on the toxicity part of this game, you know, I think it'd be fine. Like if you push something back. Um, if you just don't tell people, they won't know the 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 timeline for that 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 content to come out. Yeah, it's a balancing act. Yeah, I think. I think, and 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 also, I, there's things that you just kind of feel like you have to hold back. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, what was it? Uh, Leagues of Legends. They had, that's the, one of the biggest problems they have is toxicity. Really? And they've they've tried multiple ways. They've done. Um, so the way it works is this is before I don't think they have this system anymore. But when when I was playing with people and someone was being bad, you can vote them to be banned. And what happens is they go into a a judgment section where um, I was part of it, like I chose to be part of it. Um, when you decide to do it, you're shown this these events. Um, you're shown when, like, it shows timestamps of when people were talking to him, all mm-hmm. these things, and it chooses you to judge him, whether you want to ban him or just suspend him or just, you know, he, he was in the right, nothing wrong was done, and then this was a false flag uh, attempt to try to get this guy banned. Um, but I think when it came to certain people, very, very like, not famous, but, like, popular people, um, they were automatically just being like, you know, you're banned, you're banned, you're banned, you're banned. Mm. Um, and it started getting really bad. So I think they took the system off. But the, the cool thing was they were rewarding you for doing the system. They'd give me some some in-game currency to that would slowly stack up for me to be able to buy certain items mm-hmm. and stuff like that if I were to do the system. So oh, I would okay. occasionally just go through like a huge amount of like things and be like, like look through them and be yeah. like, hey, this guy's in the right. He's okay. Don't, okay. don't ban him or whatever. That's interesting. Um, I not know that. It was really cool, but yeah, I think they've taken it off because it doesn't abused. Yeah, it doesn't. I think it got abused eventually. Yeah, lost so many things. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on this, John? Nope. <laughs> any developers <laughs> you've seen? 
Not really. I mean, you can't please people. Yes. That's the name of the game. How would you try to please people if you can't? You can't. (laughs) You got to please majority. So you gotta get. You gotta be a a majority. ID gaff. Well, okay. Here's a question that might be more pertinent to you as a content creator, Mm. because this could be like, and I would sneer on a game developer, your creator, and when you make videos or you make uh, you streams or you do streams or something, Mm -hmm. um, how do you handle some negativity that's either directed at you or nearby you, and you're like. It What's depends. your approach and your mentality? It really depends. Oh. I don't know. It's very situational. You very randomly ban I, people. Yeah, I rarely ban people. So do, do you do you just let it work itself out then? It depends. It, it's really hard. I'm, like, I notice what, what draws a red flag for you and what doesn't. Racism will get you banned. Okay. Right so so the, the, the very strict yeah. on that stuff. Okay. Yeah. But, like, playfulness, like, if someone's like, oh, dude, you suck, or this or that, or, like, hey, he's dumb. It depends. Like, like it depends on, because it's really hard to tell when they type it out. Uh-huh. You can't tell like how the they're saying it. Doesn't yeah, go yeah. Through. So, what about if, like, you have uh, people in your chat attacking other people in your chat? Does that, uh, I get pretty. You get involved? Yeah. Okay. One one warning, then a ban. Okay. Yeah. Um. Other than that, like, people can just, like, if, let's say, the mood of the chat is... A particularly negative mood. You just let it ride out, or <laughs> when they start. I think this happened recently in um, what was it? The uh, San Andreas. No, no. When we were live streaming at the event, mm. Cuphead. You, what was it? In and out. A burger. There mm-hmm. was a burger uh, fight. In oh here. yeah, people were because you were like In and Out's the best. best, and then someone was like In and Out fucking sucks, and I guess they all started arguing. attacking him. Okay. <laughs> but I mean, that's playful. I don't yeah, know. it's not. <laughs> okay, I was just curious from your end as like making streams. Like, I know some people on streams are like, "Hey, don't say anything about my wife." Insta ban certain other things. Like, "Hey, everyone, let's let's kind of like lift, stop uh, talking about like politics in here." I'm, I'm way too chill. Okay, <laughs> my stream. a little too chill. Yeah, a little. I too feel chill. like there's instances where I just would have banned someone already, um, because it's a reoccurring <laughs> thing for certain people. Yeah, but he's known them long enough where he gets certain. Uh, you know, they joke around before this guy gets to this point. So sure. he kind of gets that humor. Uh-huh. So I'm assuming he's figuring like, oh, that's just his humor. He's yeah. going a little too far with it and he'll warn him or whatever. But for me, it'd just be like, bye, Felicia. Go. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I'd probably lose all my viewers by that, <laughs> by that time. <laughs> <Shit>. nice. <laughs> You're all banned. Get out of here. <laughs> no stream for you. Yeah, pretty much. Cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I it is a struggle. It's a, it's a hard knock life. Yeah, hard knock life. Case by case. <laughs> case by case. No, but I I think they're doing a great job. Um, Over uh, uh, Blizzard. Overwatch, yeah, Blizzard. I um, would say Bungie handles it pretty well. Like like they hit it, got hit hard. Like that's my my go to. A prime example of how not to handle it is how Pokemon Go. I feel like has handled <laughs> toxicity. People shit on them. They don't say anything. Say anything. They're just like. Three weeks later, oh, yeah, that thing you were all pissed about like a month or two ago. Hey, you know, here's some comments. It's like, where the fuck were you? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I f- and then, like, it's straight from the CEO. I feel like they should have a, a community-level manager. They're slowly getting there. Like, they have some people on their Reddits. I feel like that that is a good uh, utility for these game companies is, yeah. like, have a community sort of. Yuri, 
and uh, other reps for Monster Hunter, that's a good uh, people to have. Like, there's there's a UK one, there's a couple. Other I ones. feel though, like for you, that's a very unique situation. Like, I Why? for me, I would have never known Yuri. Like, I mean, I would have known well, him. I saw just him hearing that there's like a uh, community level for whatever game they have. Right. I know him as Yuri. Deej is the one for Destiny. Having these focal, whether they're individuals or teams, just knowing that they're like, hey, here's a here's a report because games have much longer lifespans yeah. now. Um, and so, like, the, especially the ones games as a service, there's re- people kind of want to know what's up. They're yeah. like, "Hey, what's holding this up, or what the issues?" Gotta, like, the the game builds a community, and you gotta kind of have have to have either like a spokesperson or a community manager, sure, who who helps it and helps. shares. I think it goes. I think that goes a long way in in what like does. The, Overwatch does this too. They they do some sort of development update with their head guy or someone else. I think that definitely goes. Yeah, I, I do agree. Like, it has to have someone personable. Like, if it's just the CEO, the CEO is not going to have time every feel, time. Yeah, and they're out of to, touch. Exa- yeah, they're, they're out of touch. Um, so even though it's someone that high up giving you this information, it's just not the same. Sometimes it comes out wrong because they're, you know, they they're, they don't understand how the community works. And they'll say a word uh, in, in the sentence that makes this, that mm-hmm. that statement sound worse than what it should be. Sometimes, though, I for example, someone like Neil Druckmann, I feel like he handles some of that well. He doesn't, like, give updates, but, like, you've gotten a sense of a personality with him. Um, I feel like uh, some other ones I can th- – I'm trying to think of um, – it's much like an author or a director. Like, you hear them chatting about the way they want a direction of yeah. a game to go. The more you hear from them is – it's again it's a balance of like you want you you want to hear enough of them from them but if you hear too much you you could be swayed too far you're like mm-hmm. oh this guy talks too much or why is he spending so much time in interviews and not working right. or this or that there's again that fine line but like i feel i i feel like they're much like directors you get a good sense of like okay this is their intent this is their direction mm-hmm. big picture the community level manager helps with those like Little the the more uh, detailed or the spec related yeah. stuff or whatever. So, cool, good good topics all around. Hell yeah! Um, for the fans out there, we'd love to hear what some of the, your favorite Halloween movies. We probably missed a lot. There's a lot of classics out there. So let us know. Uh, let us know. We'd love to hear that. Um, we'd love to hear some of your favorite spooky games or scary games, um, and also what you think of like game development and toxicity or lack thereof. That'd be cool, guys. Where can they find you? They can find me at the Fulio on uh, Twitter, at the Last Bosses everywhere, and at Kujo Prime for me. You can find us all at the Weekly DLC uh, on various social medias. And if you want to hit us up at AskTheWeeklyDLC at gmail.com, let us know what you think there. Hit us subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, leave a review. That'd be fantastic. Uh, you know the the regular gist of things. <laughs> um, until next time, we'll. DLC you later.